This is Grayson and Chris Wright. And you are listening to KUST, University of St. Thomas Campus Radio. This is Point Counterpoint. Going to be a the, fun episode today? Uh, it's going to be an episode, I'll give you that. It's going to be a fun episode. Uh, Say it with so. me. Nope. Fun. All right, so let's, uh, let's head right into it. All right, so I got a few things to bring up here today. And uh, I'm going to start out with uh, some conspiracy theories that I've thought up. And uh, this is going to be fun. I like conspiracy theories. Yes, there's some uh, I believe. It, it involves uh, what? It involves uh, what actually happened to Elvis. Ooh. Okay. Now let's start out, Grayson, with uh, what do you think happened to Elvis? Uh, he was a Viet, uh, Korean War vet. He had oh, a heart I'm attack talking about like when well, he was 50. I'm talking about what what uh, those uh, those regular those normies out there are saying. What what are they saying? Please don't ever. Okay. Uh, he died at the age of 50 or 55 yep. of a heart attack yep. uh, in like 1960-something. That's right. Overdose. That's what they say. But I happen to have proof that that's not oh, okay. the case. Do you now? Yes. Tell me. If you unscramble the letters in Elvis, all right, I want all right. you to tell so me what it is. Levi's. He became the CEO of a Blue Jane's. Company. Didn't Levi's already exist at that time? Yes, but so how does that how does Levi- that relate then? Because because he he saw it as Levi and Strauss, but he's the one that coined the term just Levi's. He used to just be Levi and Strauss, which it still is, but now people just say Levi's because people just cut off the second word of everything. They That's do it true. all the time. That doesn't mean he looked over. He went, "Hey, oh, oh look over there." <laughs> there's a there's a pants company that I like. I'm gonna be the CEO. I'm gonna change my name to Strauss. Your conspiracy theory is kind of stupid. Oh uh, really? I don't know how else to say. My other one's better though. What's that? It involves Yoshi, and it's okay. a little more of an Easter egg type thing. Yoshi, he's my main Mario character. Okay. Mario Party, Mario Kart. I'm always Yoshi. Yoshi. Is from Jurassic Park. Well, as like as they had Nintendos on the park, and uh, so nope, Yoshi's. Nope, nope. So let me, let me explain. So Yoshi has a long tongue. Guess what else has a long tongue? Frogs. And do you want to know what they put put into the dinosaur DNA on Jurassic Park? Frog DNA. Listen, when you said you're going to talk about conspiracy theories, I thought you were going to talk about some real ones, not this. No, these are ones I made up. Oh, that's why they're so bad. Okay. <laughs> they put frog DNA into the dinosaurs on Jurassic Park, and uh, Yoshi has a long tongue. You know what also has a long tongue? A giraffe. Yes, but... Yeah, but but they're warm-blooded. First of all, Yoshi is a reptile. Hmm? Yeah. Frogs are not reptiles. I know. So the long tongue has no... But have you ever seen Jurassic Park? Yes. They, they actually put frog DNA I into these dinosaurs. I understand that, but a frog doesn't relate to Yoshi. <laughs> because it does relate because they put frog DNA. Okay, into but how does Yo- that go back to Yoshi then? Because they put frog DNA. Because the DNA was incomplete when they looked at the blood samples when they took the DNA out of the mosquitoes that are millions of years old. I understand why they put the frog DNA in there, yes. but how does the frog DNA relate to Yoshi? I just told you. 
I, I, I don't get it. How is, how is Yoshi a byproduct of frog DNA? They, they, needed, the, they needed to fill in the gaps for, in, his, in his genetic code. Okay, I still don't understand how making dinosaurs with frog DNA equals Yoshi. <laughs> because Yoshi's Island it looks similar. Does it? Does it actually look similar? If we pulled up a map? Jurassic World. Sorry, I'm being I've very looked at, I've looked at it before. It looked pretty similar. I will I agree to disagree. Oh, but who knows? Maybe someday. Maybe. Now let's get to some the real meat and potatoes okay. of uh, conspiracy theories. Aliens, right. real or not? Real, for sure. Okay. All right, I agree. Because if you look, first of all, if you look back on Earth's history, life developed on this planet about as early as it possibly could have. Because so basically, you had uh, this rock, and then you had all this mo- this molten uh, magma all around. Eventually, th- that cooled off. We got water pretty quickly there. Suddenly, we started getting uh, these first life forms, and the universe is just so huge. Just see, it just seems uh, it, there's just a bigger chance that there is life out there of some sort. We don't know how intelligent it is, then there isn't. The question is, do you think there are intelligent aliens who have come to Earth? As for that, that's less likely, but I think it's there is a definite definite possibility. I like to think that there is, and then they're going to give us a Sha Fujikawa translate engines. But there is something for sure beyond, beyond insects. I think. And then we'll be able to defend ourselves from an alien conglomerate that's trying to As far as something that's uh that's a very intelligent and to can the use of the Spartan build te- technology like we do. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think it would be cool if aliens were real. I would enjoy that. Um maybe not. Maybe it depends fun. who they who they are, but it'd be it'd be interesting. And I'd be interested to see how we react. In fact I actually wrote a paper on this for English. That was the last essay that we had. Yep. I did not do great on it, but <laughs> the premise was interesting. Uh, how how people would react with first contact, mm-hmm. especially because what if we became the aliens? How would that change our perception of it? Mm-hmm. That would yep. be that would be fun. That would be cool, kooky, a good laugh. Yeah, so, so what do you think about uh, Stephen Hawking's opinion on uh, us sending signals out to try to contact other civilizations? I don't see a reason why alien, like a alien empire, would need to conquer us, mm-hmm. unless yep. they did it for fun. But if they conquer things for fun, how do they get so far without killing themselves? Mm-hmm. And then Earth is not yes. a special planet. There's nothing we have yes. that special in terms of resources. True. I mean, at least that we know of. Except and for just the prestige of having conquered another civilization. Yeah, but if they take that as prestigious, yep. then why haven't? How have they gone so far without killing themselves? Yep, because you see, uh, uh, the, just the just the act of colonizing the galaxy is self-limiting in itself. Because basically, yeah, you have me and you. We're we're both uh, from the same civilization. We're going okay. We're going to divide this up. You're going to get this part of the galaxy. I'm going to get this part. Eventually, we're going to be uh, colliding because we're going to want to get mo- more and more. We're going to be fighting. We're going to be uh, fighting amongst ourselves. Yeah, but that doesn't affect us as a single planet. I, I know. I'm just uh, thinking of t- two, uh, two civilizations or even the same civilization fighting amongst itself. But I think if you get technologically advanced enough. But the, the kind of civilization 
that is a that would be able to conquer the whole universe or even just the whole galaxy isn't the kind that would do it in the first place and they would be able to just go digital and then they wouldn't need to <laughs> but anyway you, you that doesn't like, make for like good sci-fi broadcast their their civilization their no they should just elsewhere. digitalize themselves and they no longer have to like they could essentially become immortal on oh yes a digital level that'd be nice all everyone could be digital but I now we're talking singularity. It's not as fun as the idea of an alien invasion that we beat back yep. with uh, Spartans and and Halo rings. <laughs> but um, anyway, let's see what else is there. You know, you know, I noticed you're talking about uh, downloading our con- kind of. Well, you didn't say this exactly, but uh, it kind of reminded me of uh, the singularity. And a runaway technological growth where eventually we get to the point in an artificial intelligence when we just have this runaway uh, just leap in advancement where the technology can uh, can evolve itself high- very quickly and eventually uh, lead to permanent changes or even the extinction of the human race. Okay. Any thoughts on that? Nope. Do you worry about artificial intelligence uh, destroying our culture? my pay grade. Not your thing? I'm not, and I'm not, I don't have enough influence to comment on that, and so I won't. Don't you get scared of Alexa? Uh, okay, well, I have my own problems with, I, like, Alexa and all the other stuff like that. that, that I think they're stupid and a waste of time. But what, about, what about collecting data and sending it to the, the NSA or the government in general? Listen, if the government wants to know what I'm doing on my phone... I don't think they should, but I don't have anything to hide. I could care less. They'll just experience a really uh, yeah, I don't a lot have anything of to hide. cool stuff. I don't but have anything to hide except for all all those uh, those insurrections I've been planning. All right, that's fair. They probably won't care about that. Nah. Nah, I've been playing a bunch of mobs all what? around the country. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. All right. Well, I lost my train of thought again, so uh, <laughs> I'll give this one to you. Okay. You, you just go ahead and think about what you're going to say, and I'll I'll go on with with whatever boring thing I was about to say. Sounds good. Okay. So, uh, so uh, I, I'm a big fan of meditation, and uh, I I have this one app called the Headspace app, and uh, it's really nice. It has this isn't sponsored by them, by the way. I wish it was. We'd be getting money. Oh yeah, we could always use a little bit of that. You could make it rain. Any uh, any advertisers out there? Uh, hit, we'll... hit me up. Yep. So uh, <laughs> the Headspace app, and uh, it's a free app, and it gives you some free uh, meditation stuff, and then you gotta subscribe for m- a lot of it. Uh, that sounds but then, dumb. But then uh, it, it, there's a lot of users that use it. It's nice. But uh, they got this sleeping thing where uh, it'll. P- they call it a sleep cast, and it'll uh, talk to you while you're sleeping. It's that, not as creepy as it sounds. That's very creepy. It's not as creepy as it sounds. Uh, but it's very I, creepy. I, I, I said that weird. But uh, <laughs> so uh, I turned it on. I was laying there, and he's going, oh, all right, so now we're going to be traveling at the speed of light. Okay, that's still in, creepy. In, in, the only, in the only mode of transportation that we can go at the speed of light, and that's the imagination so, so he was talking for a little while, and then all of a sudden he's describing these animals going, 
Okay, so there's a field here, and there's a nice little deer standing there, and a little fish puts his fin up against the surface of the water. And, oh, what's that over there? It's a squirrel, and he's running up the tree. (laughs) Okay, that's just weird. It was... It was, eventually it just started boring me and it just put me right to sleep. There. Problem solved. Nice. I guess, yeah, that, I mean, I prefer just the crushing loneliness of silence, but to each their own. You know, that's what I normally do, but I decided to just try it out, you know. I remember back in the day, I used to listen to podcasts to fall asleep. The old Rooster Teeth podcast, I used to listen to that and fall asleep. Well, this wasn't a podcast. This was Headspace Sleepcast. Have you ever watched... I When I was a lot younger, I, I decided it'd be a good idea to listen to one of those, like, meditation YouTube videos where you're mm-hmm. supposed to lie back and then listen to this guy, and then you, mm-hmm. like, basically have sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. That was that was weird. That was, that was a weird experience, because it kind of works. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me feel good. It just makes me feel like I can't move. Mm-hmm. Oh, sleep paralysis yeah. is fun. It's not fun. It's actually terrifying. Meditation is fun. Have you ever had sleep paralysis? I haven't. I've had it three times. The first time was the most terrifying experience because I was convinced that aliens were going to come in that door and they were going to take me up. And uh, I don't, you know, I was terrified. Like that was the most scared I've ever been. And I don't know why, but I just mm-hmm. couldn't move. And I was convinced they were they were coming for me. The second time. Uh, I don't really want to, I figured out how to deal, how to deal with it, but that's for, that's for, uh, that's classified. And then the third time I just mm-hmm. didn't care. It happened mm-hmm. last year in my, in my dorm and I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've, and, uh, going off topic a little bit, I've, I've heard a lot of things, um, that were very good about, uh, sensory deprivation tanks. That's you know much about topic. those? Extremely off topic. I know, but it, it, it goes along it with the meditation It wasn't even related thing. to what we were talking about. It goes along with the meditation thing, and you got the sleep paralysis, and I thought, deprivation tanks. I heard a lot of good about that. Yeah, Just I, a way I to get alone with your thoughts. Day. Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Same with that, like, acoustic. Acu- acoustic. Can't hear, can't see, can't smell. I like the acoustic idea where the room, like, has the stuff that absorbs sound waves. Mm-hmm. That sounds yep. fun. Apparently, you, like, go insane Sometimes after 45 Himalayan minutes. salts. And well, like, you start hallucinating after 45 minutes that sounds cool well yeah that, it it brings you on little uh journeys that you go through kind of okay, psychological that sounds weird but i still i still I'm, I'm up for it. it sounds fun yeah some people some uh pe- some hallucinogenic travelers like to like to go in there with uh shrooms or whatever they do that sounds like a bad idea i don't know they've learned a lot about themselves though i feel like it you could uh, go on a nice hike yep uh do do a lot of other things before doing that, but to each their own. Yeah, if you ever heard of Joe Rogan, he does that. It's interesting, but no, I I don't know where you go to do one of, do this, but I would do it. He's, a, he's another podcaster. Oh, I know who Joe Rogan is. Okay, but I don't know how you get to a sensory deprivation, whatever. Yep, I would do it though. Sounds cool. Mhm. Sounds fun. I definitely want to try it sometime. Fun, kooky. So, right. any big plans for uh, for break that one day, that whole twenty four oh, hours? Wow! A real There's so much I can do. I know it's a so big of a wow, wow, we, wow, gee, Mister. Uh, yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah. Other not, than not, the not many uh, plans. swing dancing yeah. uh, event. That That's Halloween dance. Super fun. Still not sure if I'm Pink going Ladies and T-Birds. What? Pink Ladies and T-Birds. That's the group costume. I don't know what that is. From Greece. Oh, yeah. I don't have a leather jacket, and I don't want to grease my hair up. I got cheese, multiplying, and I'm losing control. All right. Sorry, I had to mute your mic for a second. You did. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I've been insulted. You've insulted my manlyhood. Oh, my bad. Whoopsie. I've been emasculated. All right. But are you going to dress up in your finest leather jacket and slick your hair back? You'll find out. Okay, that's creepy. Please stop. Wink, wink. Okay, well, now I'm disturbed. (laughs) Uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Are you going to dress up like that? I don't have a leather jacket, and I'm not going to slick my hair. You don't have to. Besides, dressing up is optional. Yeah, but then what's the point of going if you're not dressed up? The dancing. Meeting people. Yeah, but I can barely do that part. Meeting people. Okay, well, I'm not... You know people there. Yeah, so that's why I'll probably go, but I don't want to disappoint the ladies any more than I already have at this (laughs) point. I'm not a great dancer, so. Listen, there's no way that you are the worst one out there. Yeah, but I could still be pretty close to the worst, and that's sort of my. There's almost my always domain. there's almost always someone that's worse than you. Is there? the The chances that you are the worst are extremely low. There's only one person that can be the worst in the whole world. Well, yeah, but out of the club. Out of the club. It's there's, it's a larger chance, but it's still well, it's pretty not, small. It's not a chance-based thing. It's a skill-based thing. It's not yep. pure chance. It's I not know. like a well, number. Yeah, I know. A lot of the people in that club are, are already going to be I more mean. skilled. <laughs> and I am not very skilled at it. Yep. I'm mediocre at best. So any ladies <laughs> watching, I hope you're ready for mediocrity. <laughs> but badminton, that's my game. Badminton. I got that club tonight. That's- are there a lot of bad kittens there? I'm not going to dignify that with respect. <laughs> but it's it's badminton's fun, man. It's a good time. Yeah. It's, a, it's an all right game. It is. I'm more of a fan of tennis. Yeah, that requires too much effort. Yeah, but it's it's more it's more active. It's it's, it's not more active more in the short action. term. Plus, you can get super angry at the ref. You can do that anyway. I've thrown my racket at people, (laughs) although that's usually not out of actual anger. I don't like doubles badminton, though. I don't like Mm. because either I'm going to be holding my teammate back or the teammate's going to hold me back, and both suck. What I really don't like is doubles ping pong. Oh, I hate doubles ping pong. It's not big enough for two people. Yeah, it doesn't work. Especially when, like... Unless it's for fun. Especially though. when your partner's, like, 10. And then they just hog it. And then, like, <laughs> the ball comes over to you and they jump over and they're trying to get the ball. It's yours. And you, and you, you just feel weird when you can't hit the ball. It's on the other side. And you're like, I want to hit it, but I have to wait, let them do it. Yeah. That's the same with a lot of things, though. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry. My bad. Did you remember what you were going to say before? Or? No, it was, it was badminton. That oh, oh, that's it? Yeah. Okay. Probably. 
you get your flu shot, Grayson? I did last week. I did today. All right, how was it? It was fun. It was a fun time. I only cried for 30 minutes. You know, and uh, we did this thing called the flu shot ring where everyone sits around and you do each other's flu shot. I don't think you actually did that. You you sit there and you do the flu shot and the person sitting to the left of you. Did you do it at the school? I did. Then you did not do that. I did. They, there's no way they would let you it's do that. It's a fun that. time, you know. That did not happen. <laughs> you have to sign so many waivers for that thing. You're you're full of garbage, Chris. I, I didn't have to sign any waivers, but I did last year. Okay, you still had to show your ID. Yeah. And then you had to go sit behind the curtain, and then they did it, and then it was over. You know, you don't know me. Maybe maybe I have the right to do it. Maybe Maybe I actually already graduated from college with a nursing degree. Well, then I'm sorry because you look like you're 17. (laughs) Sorry, 19. Wrong age. And I'm actually like 25. (laughs) Interesting, interesting. All right. (laughs) Sorry, my transfer. By the way, guys, I'm actually not 25. Nope, he's a So uh, all you younger ladies, hit me up. I should not have said that. I should not have said that. Please have a seat right there. That was what are you doing here? <laughs> I don't know if you got that reference. Chris Hansen, Catch a Predator. Great show. <laughs> but, anyway. Yeah, yeah, lovely weather outside, isn't it? It won't last. Nope. No. No. That was a typical Minnesotan thing to say. No. Well, well if, oh. if the weather's nice, they'll say it won't last and the... It's a it's a very downtrodden uh, mindset here. Well, I mean, it's because I mean, if it was the springtime, I'd say it's going to get better. But since it's the fall, it's only going to get worse. Yep. But isn't that so bad? Maybe I kind of like the cold, and since I don't have to drive, I don't care about the road conditions. We know that a certain person we know really likes the cold. A certain uh, yeah. person. Last week's guest. He yeah, en- it doesn't feel the cold. He enjoys the lower temperatures. Yeah, like some sort of freak. That might be a little excessive. But he does wear T-shirts out when it's like 30 degrees outside and says it's fine. This is perfect. I am not suited for the cold. I'm from California. Although I've been here for like 11 years. He's from California. Oh, yeah. I'm a a real surfer, bro. His whole life, like, he just wants to surf. And his dream job is to own... A surf shop where he just repairs boards and then goes out on those gnarly waves. Okay. Oh, sorry, that wasn't related. That was something on my phone. Okay. I hope you uh, didn't make a mistake like in that first episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a good time. That was fun. Uh, don't open Snap. Don't open a Snapchat uh, when you're on a radio because sometimes your friends will uh, send you things that don't, shouldn't be on the air. That was fun. That was a good experience. That was a but good way to... But you people will never know that because we didn't record that yep. episode. Or the week And I blame after. him. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, you were supposed to actually have had the training before I did. So that's <laughs> his your fault. I never You've recorded anything too. last year. You've yeah, last year when I had my own show. And I didn't even do anything on that show but play music. So it doesn't really count. Does it, though? I think, I think it does count. Uh, no, it doesn't. All right, I'll let you. I'll let you ha- win this battle. 
I can lose the short-term battles as long as I lose as long as I win the war. Okay. All right, but Ooh, spooky. Ooh, that sounded Halloween appropriate. What? Spooky. Okay. <laughs> what, you say spooky? I I think Halloween. Yeah. In uh 7 days. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, any plans? That's a Wednesday, I think. That's a Wednesday, and today's a Wednesday too. So it's not done. No, yeah, it's yeah, a Wednesday. Yeah, it is in seven days. Yeah. Any any big plans? <sighs> nope. Nice. <sighs> I still got to do my project that's due tomorrow. Sounds fun. I had fun. to learn how to use Excel in a day, and I still don't know how to use Excel Good very time. much. Good times. Uh, yeah, and then uh, we just turned in a paper this morning. That was mm. fun. Okay. So, Grace, what are your thoughts on poetic poem reviews? Uh, they're stupid, and they may as well not even be speaking English when they do it because they're using pretentious language. <laughs> they're, they're just trying too hard to sound smart. There's, there's a way to sound smart without trying as hard. Yeah. Just talk like a normal person. Yes. She's regular. You can sound intellectual. Well, you don't even do need to. It's poems. You don't need to be all pretentious about, oh, this is... I'm going to pull that out. I have the book, and I'm going to read some of those. Reviews. Oh, that, nice. Okay. You want to switch off on the reviews, or...? <clears throat> Experiencing this extraordinary work and wondering how best to summarize its deep shimmer. I kept returning to one of the volume's most ambitious poems. Its title is just how I feel about Tracy K. Smith's latest triumph. My God, it's full of stars. So yeah, that's fun. And then next we have... All right, Chris will read the, the next one, the bottom one. <laughs> nice try, Grayson, but uh, this... Uh... Oh, okay. You want? I thought you wanted me to read the one. Covered oh no! By, that, yeah, there's one that's covered. I thought I thought you were being uh, being very tricky with me. <laughs> All right, Tracy K. Smith's previous award-winning books established her as a meditative poet, unlike any other of her generation. In Life on Mars, she infuses her masterful gifts in wondrous intensity and tenderness. This book and this poet are vital and incomparable. Next up, we have. Let me find which one's worse. <clears throat> Life on Mars is Smith's wild, far ranging elegy for her father. It's alternating cosmic breath and intimate focus derived from the shared situation of poets and astronomers squinting to glints, immensity, bowing before the oracle eye, hungry for what it would find. Smith's own poetic focus. Though polished like the lens of the Hubble to an impossible strength, is often directed to the here and now. This book is by turns intimate, even confessional, regarding private life in the light of its potential extermination and resoundingly political, warning a future that isn't what it used to be. Now that's a serious review right there. That really tells me a lot about this book. Yes. It tells me what to expect. Uh, it tells me absolutely everything I need to know, like how it's even confessional and so intimate 
and even how it regards private life and a warning of the future. Yes. Fantastic. Here, here. Good stuff. Here, here. <laughs> oh, one more. Wait. Which, which one? Oh, like the writers who invented modern science fiction in the ephemeral pulps of the 1920s and 30s, Ms. Smith, whose father was one of the engineers who worked on the Hubble Space Telescope, knows that her culture is still infatuated with the idea of space as the final frontier. But what's most satisfying about life on Mars is that after the grand space opera of part one, with its giddy name checks of 2001 and David Bowie, Ms. Smith shows us that she can play the minor keys too. Her Martian metaphor firmly in place, she reveals unknowable terrains, birth and death in love. From Dana Jennings, the New York Times. The previous one you heard was from Dan Chieson, the New Yorker. And then the other two, it didn't say what sources, it just said their names, and you don't know the people, so why am I even reading the names? It's their writing that counts. Yep. That was really stupid reviews. Yes. They could have been a little more clear. They don't need flowery language. The flowery language is for the poems themselves, not the reviews. Yep. That was a great review. Really learned a whole lot of nothing from it. (laughs) But, yeah. All right. So anyway, Almost. that was from Life on Mars by Tracy K. Smith. And uh, Grace, what do you think about uh, our future colonization of the red planet? I think we're better off going out of the solar system. We need practice, though. Nope. We've only been to the moon, and we really only walked yeah, around why, and played golf there. Why, uh, why stop anything short of excellence? Because what if you shoot for excellence and then you just go bump into a star? Then you try again. <laughs> How about you go to another planet first, just in this solar yeah. system? Why? In this solar Why not just take a bold leap for mankind? We need to start somewhere. We can start out there. No, oh I think we should, oh uh, we should get to Mars as soon as possible. You know, I I'm, won't go. I'm, I'm but. looking. I'm looking at the two extremes here. There's Grayson's extreme, where it's you start. You start way out there in the exoplanets, and then there's the extreme. Oh, I'm not talking about exoplanets. I'm talking about extrasolar, going yeah, to uh, a different solar system. Yeah, that's what exoplanets are. Yeah, but they're also just planets of other solar systems. Yeah. The exoplanets commonly are referred to things. No, I'm not even going to go there. But exoplanets are planets outside yeah. of our solar system. Yeah, but I'm talking about like. Outside Epsilon, the galaxy, two, the planet Reach, uh, tribute, <laughs> harvest. Uh, may those planets rest in peace after the uh, after they got classed in twenty five thirty one, twenty five fifty two, twenty five fifty two. You know, I'd want us to go to Gallifrey, the home planet of the Doctor. You know, out of out of, out of sci fi, back to Mars, back to Mars. I. I got on a tan. I almost went on a tangent there. I was talking about I w- the planets I listed were all from Halo, Chris. I, I realize I realized they were science fiction. Yeah, nothing wrong I, with science I, fiction. I realize that. 
I say we go to Mars as soon as possible, though. Yeah, so there's some different ideas for what the what our structures will, will be like there. Some of them are we're going to build some sort of uh, habitation place. Others are we're going to build uh, build uh, structures out of bricks using the regolith on the planet, which is interesting. Build out of the material found there. Which, that'll be fun. Which one do you prefer? A more, a, which one do you prefer? A more Earth-like structure that we build there, oh, sorry. or I, I didn't listen to anything you oh. just said. <laughs> so uh, there's the possibility that we might build some sort of a just just build a structure from materials here, or we could also build bricks out of the regolith there, and make let's just do that. Houses. It makes it easier. Yeah, we don't have to bring all that stuff. Yeah, let's build skyscrapers there. Uh, that's that's down the road. You don't need to go there yet. Let's make some cities. Let's nuke the poles. <laughs> I don't know about nuking the poles, but there is a possibility that we could put up giant mirrors up, I've seen, that would melt the poles. Yeah, using nukes would be a lot better and easier. What about the radiation? It doesn't, it's not as big a deal because we're not going to go to the North Pole. You don't know. We could. Yeah, but by the time I'm we I'm thinking that, thousands of years in the future. There's Since there's no atmosphere, it's not going to be as radioactive. Yeah. I don't, that could be BS. I have no idea. I'm not, I'm not a history Isn't major. Isn't it funny? Here on Earth, we're afraid of the poles melting, but on Mars, we're like, yeah, let's just melt them. <laughs> yeah, we need that atmosphere. Yeah. Maybe we should just melt them here and get more atmosphere. I like it. Good idea. <laughs> we're already doing that. Kill so. the polar bears. Yeah, what'd they the do for us? Yeah. We're, they're not providing us meat. Yeah. No one eats polar bear. Well, I mean, we could eat polar bear, but we don't. I bet it's good, though. People eat penguins. They do. Although uh, fish-eating birds tend to have a, a nasty taste. People say that... Well, they, people eat people, duck. That's not a fish-eating bird. Ducks eat fish. No. Small fish. No. Yeah, they do. No. <laughs> yes, they do. They eat, like, algae and stuff. No, not all ducks. Some ducks eat fish. Well, then the fish-eating ones, I'm sorry, they're going to have a bad taste. I've had duck. Diving ducks eat fish. That's a different... But I'm ta when, I think I'm, when I'm thinking duck, I'm thinking like mallard. You see what this is? That's a duck, and it's eating a fish. Okay. You see what this is? That's another duck. Look what it's eating. A fish. Okay. What? That did not look like a... I That's a duck. A okay, yeah. All right. So, but, I mean, like, birds like, uh, seabirds like albatrosses, for example, or whatever. Yeah, but Pelic duck Pelicans. Good. Not going to have a pleasant taste. But ducks do, and they eat fish. Not, pri not, all not primarily, though. Fish, they I mean, fish not not solely. Not. Fish are a completely different animal. Yeah, but <laughs> they metabolize fish, fish things that differently. Eat fish, and so do ducks. And then if you fed yeah, like they, a they, yeah, they metabolize things differently. You fed a chicken a bunch of fish, it would probably still taste good. You don't know that. I don't know that, but I could assume that. Let's see. 
Dabbling ducks feed in shallow water and are more likely to have a diet with more aquatic plants and insects. Diving ducks, on Eat the other fish. hand, yes. Yeah, you proved nothing but my point. The dabbling ducks are the kind that we eat. Prove that. How do you know that? Do you just say that because you're assuming it, or do you know that? I'm 90% sure. You can't say 90% sure if you have no idea. Hold on. Let me see. Do we eat diving ducks? Let's see. Then you have the diver's blue, kind of bubble, golden eyes. I get the You can still eat these ducks. It just takes a little extra preparation. Uh, I like to make a duck pastrami with yep. with most of my divers, which helps mask some of the that livery flavor. That's a specific kind of duck. We eat the diving ducks, Chris. Don't. I didn't. I didn't say it's like po- you can. Of course, you can eat it. Well, yeah, and we it's do gonna have eat a different them. flavor than the dabbling, though. Yeah, like but we mallards. eat them, so we do eat fish, or bir- fish eating birds. I'll give you this one. You're not giving me it if I'm right. That's <laughs> not how that works. You're not conceding an objectionable point. All right, I'll give it to you. <laughs> and then geese. People eat geese too. Th- those ones. <laughs> Those are da- those ones are dabblers. Swans, they eat fish. I don't know if you're actually no, legally think, allowed to eat them, but they still we, do. We do not eat those. Let me see. Geese. Let's find out what do geese eat. Yeah, they're vegetarians. That's what I thought. Yeah, a variety of grasses. They're little hippie vegetarian fellows. Except they're mean. Geese are mean. So are swans. Yeah, but you swans can... are uh, jerks. Can you eat a swan? I'm looking that up right now. Yeah, sure. Swans look all nice and all, and they got that beautiful neck. But I tell you, they'll they'll bite. They're big. Let's see, what do swans eat? Yeah, you can eat swans, and they eat fish. So again, I mean, people don't commonly eat them, but you can. But anyway, the geese, they do not they do not eat fish. But ducks do, and so, so do swans. Diving ducks do, and swans do, yes. And we eat them, don't we? Well, swans, we don't really eat swans. Some people do. Some people do. All right, anyway... It's just about time to, to sign off. No, not quite. We got some time. I've got to leave early. Oh, you got to leave early? Oh, <laughs> Listen, it's not my fault I have a project due tomorrow. Well, it is All my right. fault because I have had like two weeks to do it. <laughs> but it's not my fault that Typical I college student. have a terrible work ethic. <laughs> I'll take this moment to shout out some star events. All right. Coming up on Friday, we've got the uh, Valley Scare trip. I think you can still buy tickets. When's your next trivia? Two weeks. December. No, not two weeks. Three weeks. December 9th. Holiday Wait, trivia. Three weeks in, is not December. Wait. November 9th. Uh, no, that's a movie, actually. Well, one month from now. Uh, it's December 9th. Holiday trivia. Okay. And then... Um, so anyway. Next... 
November 2nd, we have Blacklight Bingo. And then we have Movie next Friday after that. Okay. And uh, then I don't know what's happening after that. What about that uh, tasty, tasty mystery bus? No comment. No comment? You don't know about that? I know about it, but no comment. I mean, like, when is it? No comment. I know where we're going, and I know when we're going, but no comment. Okay. Okay. It's going to be fun. I'm going to wean it out of you. Nope. Yeah, you probably could. It probably wouldn't be too hard, but no. Listen, I got some money in my wallet here. Let's see. What does $20 say? You can't say <laughs> that and then not you, hand it to me. You, you got to say it first. That's not how this works. <laughs> I'll take 10 up front and then the other 10 when I say it. Deal's off. Okay, well, then you don't get a no. Uh, it's going to be so much fun, though. It actually, it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. It, it better be. It will be. It will be. Do I have water? I do. Happy days. All right. And uh, swing dance at 301 tomorrow for any of you dancers out oh, there. Yeah. And if you're not a dancer, come anyway. Okay. Well, I mean it. No. I probably won't even be there, but well, you will. I might. No one really you're, knows. You're coming. You're coming. I've got some Dungeon and Dragons to do with friends tomorrow. Interesting. Yep. That's a, what better way to spend the uh, start of a long weekend? Actually, I'm actually looking Never been to interested it. in that. How is it? I have not actually played it yet, but I have made my character. Oh, okay. Uh, Gram, Gramir, Gramlin, someone. Did you get to give it its own name? No, or? I was forced into using a random name generator, so it was a really stupid name. Oh, so no, it was, it was Gramlin Milner. That's my is this online, Dragonborn. No, it's a, like a tabletop dice game uh, yeah i'm a dragonborn fighter whatever that means i don't know anything about D. no well, i actually do i but a little bit but it's been a while so okay see how that goes okay. i guess and then some swing dancing yeah. gonna really show the ladies i know what the ladies like there's your halo quote for the day yep yeah all right he never gets me anything. Oh, I know what the ladies like. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right. So are you ready to go? Or at this point, I might as well just stay. Okay. I just, I just I didn't know if I had water. My throat was starting to hurt, so I I was gonna just bail. Well, you got water now. That I do. Some very delicious. Brought, brought to us by our faithful servant. What? No, I, I, I'm lying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if anyone was at the uh, Harry Potter trivia last Friday, I was the host. That was a lot of fun. Yes. It, I mean, not for me because I was terrible the whole time. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if I was actually playing the game, I would have probably been towards the back. <laughs> I don't know. I bear. I mean, I've I've watched the movies. There, there was like one question much. I got wrong because I I spelled it wrong. It was snidget, not snitchet. Yeah, the little golden animal that replaced the golden 
They they used to be yeah, the golden snitch. snitch. Yep. Yep. I knew the answer. I didn't. I was insulting Harry Potter at the end of it. And I appreciated it. Yeah, I, I, I actually shared that one joke with it. With oh yeah. Uh, it was like the question was uh, who is Hedwig? More like who was Hedwig? But um, tss, yeah, that was fun. It was it was a it was a good time. It was. It was yes. fun. Some good food too. Yeah. Yeah. Quite good food. Yep. What the? F- this is an <laughs> ASMR, man. All right. I don't have anything else to say. I've run out of topics. <laughs> well, so d- do you want to end it now, or? Uh, let's see. see. You don't have anything more to say. Uh, uh, I got one way I want to end it, but I don't. Right, I don't want to bring. I don't want to bring it out until we're, we know we want to finish. All right, let's call it. Want to finish? Okay, I'm gonna finish you off. I shouldn't have said it like that. I am going this to. This is Grayson. I am going to end with a little poem here. For want of a nail, a shoe was lost. This is Grayson Chris For on Point Counterpoint. Shoe, you were listening to KUSC, a horse was University lost. of St. Thomas Campus Radio. For Thanks for tuning in. Of a horse, Every Wednesday a rider was lost. Six. For want of a rider, a message was lost. For want of a message, a battle was lost. For want of a battle, a war was lost. For want of a war, a kingdom was lost. And all for the want of a horseshoe nail. All right. Well, you don't have to listen to him now. Not you don't have to listen to Chris now, so that's, that's too bad. I wonder if he knows that I muted my mic and not his. All right. <laughs> you little liar. I thought you muted my... You uh, you muted yours again. Didn't Here. Unmute it. Unmuted, bud. All right. Well, my mic's muted now, so let's see how long. All right, bud. All right. Anyway, this has been Grayson and Chris, and you're listening to KUST University of St. Thomas Campus Campus Radio. Radio. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs)